Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. Amen. Tonight, I'm going quickly into the word. Amen. And the title of my message, as you know, is moving on. I read somewhere that bad things do happen in life. But how we respond to those bad things defines our character and the quality of our life. We can choose to sit in perpetual sadness after bad things have happened to us. We can choose to be immobilized by the gravity of our loss. It's a choice. Or we can choose to rise from the pain and treasure the most precious gift that God has given to us. That is the gift of life. It's a choice. And wisdom will tell us to choose life. To choose not to dwell on the past, but then to dwell on life. Tonight, the message I bring to you is very, it's a prophetic message from your father to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's a word. Amen. He says, sing, Isaiah 54, 1 to 17. Say, sing, O barren, thou that is not bare. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, thou that is not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitations. Spare not, lengthen your cords and strengthen your sticks. For thou shalt break forth unto the right and unto the left. And your seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. He says, fear not, for you will not be ashamed. For you shall forget the shame of your youth. And shall not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. For thy maker is thine husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. Thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. The God of the whole earth shall he be called. For the Lord called thee as a woman forsaken, grieved in spirit, a wife of youth. When you were refused, saith thy God. For a small moment I have forsaken thee. But with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment. But with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. Hallelujah. For I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth. And so have I also sworn that I will not be wroth with thee. I will not be angry with thee, nor rebuke thee. For the mountain shall depart and the hills shall be removed, but my kindness will never depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that has mercy on thee. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires, and I will make thy windows of agates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all thy borders of pleasant stones. And all thy children shall be thought of the Lord. And great will be the peace 
of your children. Hallelujah. He said, in righteousness thou shalt be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. Thou shalt not fear. For thou shalt not fear. And from terror, you'll be delivered from terror. For it shall not come near you. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for your sake. Hallelujah. Oh, do I have people in this house receiving this prophetic word? So behold, I have created the blacksmith that bloweth the coals in the fire and brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. And I also declare that no weapon formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. So this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and thy righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Somebody lift up your hands and say, Lord, I receive this prophetic word. Hallelujah. Now, listen. This is the prophet Isaiah prophesying a word of the Lord unto Israel. And he says that the barren should sing. Amen. They should break forth in singing. He says that they should cry out loud with joy. Because despite what is, he, the Lord, always brings a change. He says that more are the children of the desolate than that of the married wife. And so he says that, enlarge the place of thy tent. Let them stretch forth the curtains of their habitations. They should lengthen their cause and strengthen their sticks. This word came to me and God said that this simply means woman reposition yourself you see many of us are caught in identity crisis or an identity crisis you, 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 you are so much about who you are or who people say you are or how people perceive you or how people talk about you so sometimes we are never really ourselves Neither do we really live our lives according to how God wants us to live our lives. But we are always looking around to see what are people seeing? What are people saying? Men really don't really care. But women is, is something with us. Amen. But tonight, your father says to tell you that reposition yourself. Do not allow the world to define you. He said, he said sing, O barren, thou who did not bear. The world will say you are barren. Maybe of the womb, maybe of the pocket. You know, the world will always define you by something. People are best of you, but they will always want to choose the worst of you. So she's nice, but... Oh, she's okay. But you are not okay. You are not just an okay being. I mean, you, you are somebody worth celebrating. You are not just okay. Don't allow anybody to tell you you are just okay. You are super. Are, are you with me? Ah, created in the image and the likeness of God. Come on, woman, celebrate yourself. If nobody will celebrate you, hey, you better celebrate yourself. <laughs> Don't allow the world to define you. Byron woman, this and that 
this and that. So many things. But tell somebody, it doesn't hold. It doesn't hold. We allow our circumstances to define us. We allow our past to define us. But I come to tell you tonight that let none of these things tell you who you are. Because you are none of the things that have happened to you. You may have gone through certain things, but you are not it. Because you were you before those things happened. Are you understanding me? Maybe some very, and the men forgive me, some man who does not appreciate a good thing. Because you are a good thing. Some man who does not appreciate a good thing. Doesn't see a good thing when he sees it. Hey, tell your sister I'm a good thing. Tell somebody I'm a good thing. I mean, maybe he, 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 he said he, he's walking. And you are allowing that to define you for the rest of your life. They say, oh, eh, she's the one that the man divorced. So, you were you before you got married. Are you understanding me? I'm not, I'm, I'm not putting down my marriage is good. But you see, you should not allow marriage or lack of marriage to define you. He said, I'm a singer. I'm single. I'm a single. Is, is that a definition? You are not. Amen. Don't allow circumstances to define you. Don't allow. God is saying that in spite and whatever the situation is, sing. Break forth in singing. That means I have joy in yourself. In how you are. In what is happening. You must take joy. You see there are certain situations that will kill you. If you allow them. I choose not to die. You know many times. I've seen death. But my choice has always been. I shall not die. But I will live. To declare the goodness of the Lord. Ha. Ha. For the information of those who don't know, and for those watching on the internet who don't know, September 2nd, this September 2nd, is exactly one year since I had a kidney transplant. I chose to move on. And I choose to tell everybody because I didn't go and buy the disease. Are you understanding me? Don't allow your situation to define you. I could have chosen to die in it. For over a year, I was on dialysis. But even on dialysis, that's when I was writing your prayer bulletins and your fasting bulletins. Don't allow your situation to get over you. You must get on top of your situation. It doesn't matter what it is. Those days when I'm going to dialysis, I actually wear a bunch of different color shirts. And I wear my black trousers because, you know, when you're lying down, you don't want things to be, you know. Put on my makeup. And you see this red lipstick that you see? That was it. Not my car. And when I get there, the nurse said, Leon, where are you going? As I'm come to, and one said, with that red lipstick. As I'm come to face this machine with my red lips. I made a choice that I won't allow the disease to kill me. I won't allow even the thoughts to kill me. Sometimes the disease itself will not kill you. It's the depression that will kill you. The fact that you are going through this will kill you. What will people say? 
Osofo na hey Why me why me na kan ye wo na ye hwan Who should bear it I chose and I still choose life Women I come to tell you and everyone in this room I've come to tell you that it doesn't matter what you go through make a wise choice and the wise choice is a choice of wisdom choose to live in spite of your situation in spite of what the doctors have told you in spite of whatever it is choose life sing break forth rejoice in the Lord your God again I say rejoice we must rejoice. Amen. He said that thou who did not travel with child. Is that a crime? Is it a crime not to have a child? It is the definition of the world. But that is not the definition of God. You understand? And sometimes they can so oppress you. When you're not married. So when are you getting married? Have you met anybody? Pressure. Then as soon as you get married... Hey, so when are we expecting the baby? Adai, leave me to be free. Allow me to live my life. If I don't marry, so what? It could be a choice. And if it's not a choice, I'd rather wait and marry a wise man than marry a foolish man just to please the people around me. Ladies, are we here together? Oh, come and celebrate wisdom in this house. Abba, Yabre. And a man and a woman are married and they're not having kids. Nobody goes to the man and say, brother, when are the babies coming? It's the woman. When they see you, hey, so when are the babies coming? When are the babies coming? As if you are a manufacturer of babies. The Bible says children are a gift from God. Praise the Lord. And God says that more are the children of the desolate, those that people think they are Rejected because they are more than the children of their wife. You see, I have come to an understanding that I can have as many children as I want. They don't have to be biological. They don't. It's a choice. Amen. Listen, Hagar, the story of Hagar, forgive me. Hagar, out of no fault of her own, Gets caught up in this marriage tragedy. It wasn't her fault. But at the end of it, she seems to be the one who was paying. You know, paying for what had happened. Meanwhile, the man and his wife decided. And they brought her in. No, this is unjust and unfair treatment. And God is a God of justice. So in the time when Sarah wanted Hagar and her son out. This was God's wisdom. He said to Abraham, he said, also, also, so I, I will bless Isaac, yes? He is the one, he's a seed, but also the son of the bond woman, the son of the slave woman, the son of the other woman, I will make a nation. Because God realized that she was being wrongfully treated. So because he's a seed, this young girl went through you know, a time when she was kicked out of the home. And he, he, oh, he sent her off with a bottle of water and a loaf of bread. That's what I keep on telling women. 
that when somebody makes you his side chick, he's insulting you and abusing you. He's telling that you are not enough, but you know, just because the thing is that he will not go to any function with you. You can't call him at certain times. I mean, you are being devalued. So if you are here in this room, listen to me and listen to me. You are worth more than that. Oh, put your hands together. A bottle of water. A loaf of bread. How long will it last? When it, no, got finished. So she took her child and put him away from because she didn't want to see the child die. Let's look at this. But then God heard her. I'm here to tell somebody tonight that maybe you have been in a relationship and you've been treated unfairly. But listen, God knows and God will help you. You may have made a mistake, but don't let that mistake define you. The key is don't stay there. Move on. I said move on. Move on. Hagar's life moved on. So her son was also going to be made a nation. And today we see that indeed the descendants of Ishmael I mean they are, they are, they are powerful. I've told the story about the car I saw in Dubai. I went to Dubai with my husband and we went somewhere. I forgot. I think it was a small mall. And somebody came to park a car. The car was not silver plated. It was silver. The car was a silver car with, 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 with an engine in it. And so we had a friend with us and he said, that's a silver car. I think it was a Mercedes Benz, yeah. And so I said, I'm not moving. I'm standing by this car. I want to see the owner. I want to talk to the owner. So I, we stood there and this young gentleman came with, you know, something like bodyguard or something. And I said, I said to him, it's because of you I'm standing here. We are standing here. And he smiled. And I said, is this your car? I said, I said, is this silver or silver plate? He said, oh, madam, it is silver. And so I was telling my husband, because I felt that, hey, there could be an opportunity for a business. And his friend was saying, I said, they didn't mind me. They just talked about, he said, why are you from the same Ghana? And they talk, you know, Ghana and then, and then, and then. Weather and things. When he, he said goodbye, he went off. Then his friends, ah, truly, I was, we should have taken this card. Is it too late? God has blessed the descendants of Ishmael. Amen. Hagar did not die in it. She didn't die in it. She moved on. God spoke. She moved on. I'm telling you, Maybe you've made certain mistakes in your life. Don't die because of the mistakes you've made. If you have repented and come from it, God has a better future for you. A brighter future for you. It's time to get up and move on. Tell somebody, move on. Don't stay in there. And that's what God is saying. That the one who people deem desolate said, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch for the curtains of your habitation. Says, says don't, don't spare. Strengthen thy courts. That means that make your tent bigger. Amen. Make your tent wider. 
But what is a woman who does not have children wanting a wider tent for? Why would God say that? That means God is saying that, listen, a miracle is about to take place in your life. Get ready for it. And I speak to somebody tonight. Don't look at your situation and think that is the end. God says that be in expectation. Lengthen the cords of your tent. Ah, widen the curtains of your, 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 your habitation. Don't let what is not limit you. Because sometimes people say, oh, after all, you know, so this. No, 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 no. Because with one, one minute, God will change that situation. And it's then that you say, oh, my house is too small. Oh, I need a big, bigger, bigger place. No. In your business, widen the stakes of your tent. In your work, see beyond the limitations. Don't, don't say, oh, I have a small business. What a small business? It's a business and it is big. So I have a small business. And we think that that is humility. It's not humility. You are putting it down. You are talking like somebody, excuse me, so who has, doesn't have any vision. Because I don't think anybody ever starts a business and decides that this my business should be small forever. You start a work. You start a ministry. You start anything. And your mindset is that this thing will flourish. It will increase. So why are you naming it small? Name it big. Amen. Name it big. Don't allow what you see today to limit. Don't allow it to limit your vision. Vision is that which we do not see with our physical eyes. But vision is of the spirit. That which we perceive. That which we see in us. What we want. What we desire. We must have a vision. Don't get comfortable in that limited place where you are. Because there's more to be done. There's more to be had. And, and that's a problem with, you know, um, this world. Women always come to a point and then people say, oh, you're a woman. After all, it's okay. What is okay about that? You have a business woman. And because you're a woman, when it gets to a certain point, you just say, oh, uh, hi, hi. But listen, men are pushing. And they are pushing not just to be selfish, to enjoy it, but to build kingdom, to build the poor. To help, look at somebody like Bill Gates, really affecting nations with his money, eradicating diseases. We can do it, women. I said we can do it. Tell somebody, catch a vision and let that vision be big. In the name of Jesus. He said, to, he said you will break forth to the left and to the right and your seed shall inherit the Gentiles. You see, sometimes we let our past, what happened in the past, put limitations on us. But I come to tell somebody that your yesterday, your today, does not define how your tomorrow will be. Amen. Neither can it stop the thing that God has planned for your life. Amen. But as it was then, it is not today. So you must always understand that there is a future for you. Your today does not limit what God has planned for you for your tomorrow. Is somebody with me? Oh, come on, give the Lord a mighty, mighty clap offering. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you see, there's something that we must do. That is, we need to break the limitations 
of the things that cloud your vision. Break free. We must break free from every limitation that the world puts on you, you put upon yourself. Because most of the time, it's not the world alone. We are so we put limitations. Oh, this one, I can't do it. This one, I am shy. I, when people tell me they are shy, I just don't understand them. Why are you shy? What have you got to be ashamed of? Be yourself. Of course, we have people of different temperaments. But when there's something you need to go for, put away that shyness and move. Tell somebody, move on. Hallelujah. Break free from the limitations of your mind, the limitations of people's opinions, the limitations of your situation, the, the, the limitation of the voices of people. People say they are giving you advice. It is not advice. It's a pull him down advice. Oh, this one is too much. So choose this. Show a friend something. Oh, which one should I do? So this one will do. It's okay. It's okay. I don't want to live an it's okay life. I don't know about you. How many want to live an it's okay life? I'm telling do not live an it's okay life. And don't let anybody judge you. I like to, you know, look good and feel good. If sometimes when I'm coming, I was like, hey, madam, I said, nah, what for I want to do? And to give glory to my God. That he created me well. Did God create you well? Aha. So celebrate your life. Praise the Lord. Break free. Break free. You see, there's an action that you need to take. That's what God was saying in the prophecy. That there is an action that you need to take to live your life to the maximum. And that one is not God who's coming to do it for you. He gives you the grace. He gives you the wisdom. He gives you the ability. But you have to get up and move on. Praise the Lord. He said, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch forth your curtains. It's you he's talking to. You have to do it. He doesn't say, sit down, I'm coming to enlarge the place of your habitation for you. He said, you do it. The supposedly, and I want to use the word supposedly, barren woman, enlarge the stakes of your tent. Someone says, I have no money, that's why I don't have a job. Financial barrenness. But God still says, have a vision. It may not be in the now, but if you have a vision and you begin to walk, move towards the vision, with time, it will come to pass. Listen, I've met so many people who have big businesses and they started on a tabletop. They started on a tabletop. Mami Alata cannot stop. And one day you realize that they, they've progressed from that to the next level, to another level, to the next level. And I, 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 I want to pray tonight that somebody should move from the level that you are at to your next level. That by the time this convention is over, ah, wise women rising up, you would have risen up and embrace your next level. You will not stay at where you are. You are not going back. You are moving forward to your next level. Do I have some wise women in this house? Oh, come and put your hands together. Put those two hands together and celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Because the Lord, he is good. Hallelujah. God is doing a new thing amongst us. I feel it in my spirit. God is doing a new thing. And God says, behold, I do a new thing. Say, so first of all, do not consider the things of old. Because it's old 
It's old news. How many of you actually go to the newspaper stand and say, I want to buy old newspaper? What for? No, no, no. You are looking for that which is now. You are looking for that which is to come. In your life also, if you dwell on the past, you are not doing yourself a, a service. You see, you, you learn from the past. Either the mistakes or the success of the past. Both have a bearing upon your life. But listen, you don't dwell there. Some people dwell on past glories. Yes, it's a pen. Yes, it's a pen. None of the in there is a. I mean, yes, it's a pen. Oh, I'm running away but what, what is happening now? We don't want a Yezipen mentality. So that in the future there will be more. You don't eat your bed and your seed. So that your cycle of harvest stops. No. We are looking for a new thing. God said, behold, I do a new thing. And I want one person in this house to take it in your spirit that God is doing a new thing in your life. He said, it will spring forth. Shall you not know it? He said, I will make a way even in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Make impossibilities possible. Amen. A way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. It's not the common. It's not the happening thing. But God said, I will do it. And if God says he will do it, God will do it. Hallelujah. Oh, are we together? He says, break forth to the left and to the right. Amen. Break forth. Come out of the box. Come out of the limitation. Stop being limited by your mind. Because your mind is you know, a mixture of your experiences, what, what is happening, daily occurrences, and your mind sees in, in, in the now. Amen. But there is a vision that is of the spirit. And so you must have a spiritual vision about your tomorrow. And don't let your mind cloud that vision. So break forth to the left and to the right. That means that you are not staying the same. Amen. And I want to prophesy to only 10 people in this house tonight. 10. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that you shall not be small. You will not remain small. I declare you will not stay where you are at. That condition is not permanent. It is passing. Every oppression of the now breaks off to bring you to the place of liberty and freedom. There's a shift happening in your life and that shift will bring you to the path and to the place of your destiny somebody receive it now in the name of Jesus I declare upon your life that you will not be ashamed in life ah men will want your shame people are waiting for your downfall people are waiting for you to be embarrassed but I speak to you prophetically by the voice of God that you will not be ashamed you will not be put to shame. Hallelujah. There's a shift in your life. A shift in your financial destiny. A shift in your life. In every area of your life. There's a change that is happening. Because this is a set time of God for your life. It's a wise woman rising up. You are not staying down. You are, you are rising up. Say so arise. Shine. 
He didn't say arise and shine. It's a command. He said, arise, shine, for your light has come. This is the season and the time of your light. He said, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. There's a new wave of God's glory. A fresh wave of God's glory. Ah, there's a change. People will see and wonder, is it the same person? <laughs> People will see you and say, ah, our expectation is that it should be this. But why is it that? Because it is the doing of the Lord. And it's marvelous in our sight. Do we have some wise people in this house? Oh, come on, shout unto the Lord. And receive that word in your spirit. Hallelujah. You will not be small. You will not be ashamed. Your life is not going under. Your life is going up and over. There shall be an overflow in your life. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and thank God for your, for, for your life. Amen. He says in Isaiah 54, 4, that fear not, for you will not be ashamed. Neither shall you be confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame. And you shall forget the shame of your youth. And shall not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. Women, we go through things. English. We, we have issues from your youth. Maybe you were abused. Maybe you were raped. Maybe somebody rejected and actually, you know, made you feel like you don't match up. You know how it is when a guy leaves you and you get a broken heart? Who has ever had a broken heart here? Lift up your hand. Mm. It makes you feel less. And sometimes you, you look at the girl and say, ah, that girl cried, they know who I see me. What has she got that I don't have? This, I got it. That, I got it. So why her and not me? Rejection. And because you are rejected, you want to show him that will be So every man that comes along, we are moving with them just to prove a point. I said, let it go. Forget the shame of your past. Let it go. Hey. Reverend Christ's daughter said something. He said that the man disappointed himself because you, the woman, you must understand that you were a good thing. That is it. He said you shall forget the shame of your youth. Whatever has happened, somebody will start their story from their childhood when they were six and when they were seven and this happened. Listen, it's past. It is the past and it's past move on. He said, you will not remember the reproach of your widowhood. It's past. It's gone. Move on. Sitting down and every day and uh, I'm a widow. Listen, it's been difficult. It's been tough. It's been hard. You are saddled with issues you can't seem to solve by yourself. But listen, sister, get up and move on. There are certain things we can change. There are certain things we cannot change. Whatever you cannot change in life, don't allow it to limit you. Leave it to God and move on. I came to tell four people in this house, move on. I said, move on. Hallelujah. For you see, God says that his name is Jehovah Ishi. I love that one. The Lord, your first husband. So whether you are single, whether you are married, divorced, 
or in between? There are some people who are in between. The in between that you are waiting on. Whatever it is, Jehovah Ishi, he's your first husband. Even if you're a side chick, Jehovah Ishi is your first husband. So let this one go. He's not your husband. Let him go. Jehovah Ishi, say he is your first husband. Amen. He is your first husband. So I'm not married. You are married. God is your first husband. And tonight he says to tell, come back to him. Come back to him. With all your heart. Put your love in him. So when you put your love in God, it doesn't really matter what man is doing you. Because you are so, I'm in love with Jesus. You serenade him. I'm in love with Jesus. I'm in love. With Jesus is the best thing I've ever done. Amen. In his arms, I feel protected. In his arms, never disconnected. In his arms, I feel protected. Is the best thing I've ever done. Fall in love with Jesus. Whether you are married, fall in love with Jesus. Divorce, fall in love with Jesus. Single, fall in love with Jesus. In between, fall in love with Jesus. Sajik! Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. You see, because he is your first love. Say he's Jehovah Ishi. You see, there's a love of God. The love of God is beyond the love of men. Someone say, I don't have a friend. Really? You have a friend? A friend is Jesus. Oh, I don't have any, but really, you have the somebody of somebody's. He's Jesus. So I don't have anybody I can talk to. Really? You want to spread your info? You want to put it on Hot FM? Or City or Joy? Uh-huh. Somebody said something to me I love. He said that everybody's best friend has a best friend. <laughs> Your best friend also has a best friend. Or your friend also has a friend. So I'm telling you this in confidence. La 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 la. Then go to that. The person will go to the other side. Hey, I'm telling you this in confidence. My friend. La 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 la. She also has a friend. And then headed through the grapevine. It's going. But you have a friend. Bible says that he sticks closer than a brother. He never leaves your side. Will never forsake you. He will hold those things that you say to him in confidence. And really he's the only one who can do something about it. Everybody else cannot do anything tangible about it. They might sympathize with you, comfort you, empathize with you, but at the end of the day, it takes Jesus to bring the change. Come on, give the Lord a clap. He says, come back to him. And tonight, every person in this room, every woman, I need you to fall in love with Jesus afresh. We'll talk about wise women rising up. Our first point of call is our Lord and our Savior. He is wisdom. He, he, he is our wisdom. And when we come to him, there's nothing that we want to know that he will not show us or tell us. When we come to him, there's nothing that we need that he will not provide for us.
There's no situation that he cannot handle for you. You need a bodyguard to beat up anybody who troubles you. He's there. Helgi boy, his name. The strongest of the strong ones. You need him first. And then he will loan you to that nice, handsome man. When he comes or who is your husband. You are on loan to your husband. The married woman here, you are on loan. Your first husband is Jehovah Ishi. Amen. The men are not happy with me at all. But this is the word and it's the truth. Oh, come on, men. Please clap for me. Come back to him. Move on in life. Don't stay in the rut. Don't stay, stay in the place of shame. The place of rejection. The place of hurt. The place of abuse and suppression in your mind. Liberate your mind. Bible as a man thinketh in his heart, and that is his mind, so he is. Amen. God says, For I have called you as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, a wife of youth, when you were refused, says the Lord. Rejection of men is not rejection of God. Whatever you have been through, are going through, and for your formation will go through. Because so long as we are alive and we are in this flesh, every day brings its own something. The word is wahala. Trouble. The man is born unto trouble as surely as sparks of fire go upward. Amen. But then we will seek our God. And unto God will we commit our course. You will go through. After this convention, I am sure. You know? And why am I sure? Because you see, there was a time when I prayed to God for patience. To be patient in life. Because I was very impatient. I said, Lord, give me patience. Lord, give me patience. I think I even fasted about patience. And I was tried. My patience was tried. After the fast, to have patience. Some young, younger girl who was perching in my room, in Lego. She was a percher. And she was rather be rude to me. Hey, the old me would have kicked her out. The new me who had asked for patience. And God was testing whether what he has put in me was working. I left, went to the field to cry. And, and I cried, I said, Lord, if you knew that. I was witnessing to my roommate and she took offense and rather gave me the insults. I said, Lord, if you knew that all this would come about, all these insults, why did you prompt my spirit to you know, witness to my, my, my roommate? And I look at what this girl is doing. And I cried. When I came back, I was in Sabah Hall. I couldn't go back to my room. I went to Dorothy's room. And as soon as she opened the door, I burst out crying. Said, Nana, then why? Then, I, I, I mean, she had to really wait for me to, hiko, 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 finish. My ego was, was actually, you know, dented. Said, me, pa, me, near ding. And, you know, I could have dealt with her in a very uh, way. Physical deliverance, that would have been. And I was crying. So I sat down. I said, don't cry, don't cry. She stopped me. Then she said something. And that's what made me realize. He said, this is your born again thing. Because that time she wasn't born again. I was working on her. She said, this is your born again thing that you say you are. In the Majidi. Today, this thing has happened. I really believe that you are born again. Whoopah! Now we just free. Because 
I think a year before that, in St. Mary's, one of our mates, for two of them, they did something. For, to be honest, we did something. <laughs> and they reacted in a way. And out of anger, and you know, like to defend. <laughs> and the other lady, her mouth was yappy, 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 and she was slim and short. I'm also short, but I picked her up. I lifted her bodily. I'm trying to tell you, make you see the kind of anger and intolerance I had. I picked her up like this, and I walked to the. And balcony, and my intention was to throw her over. Yes, they had to stop me. So, for this same person within a year to come back to her, and she was there, she and I were in it together. And she was a person, and I put her down. I put her down for her to see me come to her room. One evening, 5.30 or so, was just dusk, crying because a young, younger girl has insulted me in my own room, in which is a picture. Change has come. I pray that may change come to you. May God, by the spirit of wisdom, bring change to you. May every character, may every attitude of your life, whatever will not help your life, I pray that may the spirit of change come upon your life. Bring you change. Are you getting me? We will go through things, issues, but we don't stay in those issues. Even our character. As I had a bad hot temper. I didn't stay in it when I became born again. You may have your weakness also. You are born again. Don't stay in it. Don't stay in it. Some people like, you know, the guys. Please, sister, you are born again. Don't stay in it. Some can't say no. But please, you are born again. Don't stay in it. I'm talking to you for real. I mean, I'm being real. Because it's helping somebody. Amen. Don't stay in the low self-esteem. You are made to feel less. Even sometimes in growing up, maybe, I think it was Reverend Rita who came, um, Rita Tando, who said that between her and her sisters, it was as if she was not from that family. This was her, we said, she said, I was ugly, and she had a very beautiful sisters. Ten men could be pursuing her sister, and nobody would talk to her. They would talk to her, for this reason, so go and talk to your sister for me. And she will do it. You see, when she was young, but today you should see her. Fine. A confident woman. Confident in herself. You know, low self-esteem, low self-esteem, gone. She didn't stay in it. She moved on. Woman, move on. Move on from your past. Amen. Every fear, that has you know, tormented you. Move on. Don't stay in the fear. Can't do this. I don't know this. I've not been to this. I was in school. And so what? Listen, we heard one of these mornings in the seminars that common sense is different from intelligence. Eh? And at the end, the speaker said, it's common sense that prevails. My grandma never went to school. But I'm telling you, she's one of the wisest women I know. 
she passed. She was wise. I mean, people will come to her for counsel. I mean, people who have gone to university will come to her for counsel. My counsel is not enough. Because she carried wisdom. May we carry the wisdom of God. May we not be limited by what we have or what we don't have or what we think we don't have. Amen. Move on in life. Even in the midst of trial and trouble, in the midst of fear, in, in the face of death, move on. Keep on moving on. Fight to live. Davis, it is true that I'm going through the valley. I walk through the, the, the shadow of the valley of death. But I, I will not fear. The valley of the shadow of death. I will not fear. I will not fear. He said, I'm walking through. I'm going through. He didn't say, I am remaining. I won't build my tent or my house in that valley. I will walk through. And if you're walking through something, you come out at the other end. I pray that may somebody come out at the end of that dark tunnel that you are walking through. Keep moving on despite the baggage that you might be carrying. Keep moving on despite the valley you are going through. Sometimes we get to seasons of life where it's like everything is against you. In that season, don't stop. Don't give up. Don't, don't, don't stop believing. Keep on moving on. One day at a time, before you know it, the season is past. Because as surely as the season came, so shall the season pass. I speak to someone to remember that. For as surely as that season came, that season will pass. It's not about it's just for a season. Aha. Uh -huh. Give the Lord a clap offering. Move on with your life. Whatever is happening, whatever has happened, move on with your life. Because if you don't move on with your life, you'll be caught in the past. And you, you could die in the past. I've seen women who have been depressed till they die. You know, you wonder. You see, because the thing is that it's happened. It's over. It's happened. But praise God, it's over. Pick yourself up. I've come to tell someone, pick yourself up. By the time you leave this room tonight, I want you to go with a new mindset. Pick yourself up and move on. Tell somebody, move on. You see, there's a God who all things by his power. That's the God that we said. And he doesn't break his covenant with us. In the prophetic chapter, he said that as the waters of Noah, when he said that he will not destroy the whole earth by flood again, so will he keep his covenant with us. Amen. That he will not be angry with us forever. He will not rebuke us. So maybe you have even offended God. But by reason of his covenant, he says, come back to him. He forgives you. He takes you in as his daughter. He says that the mountain shall depart and hills shall be removed. But he will not take his kindness from you. The Lord will continue to show you his loving kindness. Amen. There's, there's a new thing that God is doing in our lives, I believe. Amen. And he will do in your life in particular your life. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what tempest, what storm has blown through your life, blown through your house. There's blessing upon your future. Say, so weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I need somebody to, 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 to hold on. Hold on to life. Hold on. 
Amen. There's blessing for your future. God will establish you in life. He will establish your going on. Amen. Tonight, I pray that may every fear that has gripped your heart, and sometimes it's not fear of anything, it's, it's fear of your future. Fear of how will I make it? Fear of, oh, this and that. But there's nothing that you need to fear. Because God has everything under control. We, we, and that is why so many of you are chasing prophets left and right. Not good prophets, false prophets left and right. Why? Because you are afraid. And you want to know your future. But you see, even good prophets, not the bad ones, even good prophets, the Bible says we see in part and we prophesy in part. As for the false ones, it's divination. They will divine for you. I was saying this matter deliverance service. Divination. And that's when you hear things. And it's never one that brings peace. It's one that brings fear. I see three coffins around you. You are in one. Your husband is one. Your daughter is in one. Abba. It's true that you can have a vision and see a coffin. But you see, a, a, a wise, true voice of the Lord will bring it out in order for there to be redemption. Not to put fear. To take your money. One time I hear one prophet went to London and had a meeting. And um, false prophet. He said 70 people in the auditorium. He sees 70 coffins on 70 heads. <laughs> what a sight. Then he said, he came to pray, and whoever falls, you are one. And so he started. People were falling, 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 falling. And then he said, bring them forward. 70 people. They said, I'm going to speak to you. Thousand pounds. People sign check for thousand pounds. People pay thousand pounds. So by the time I was coming to Ghana, seventy thousand pounds. I was there. Why? Why would you put yourself at risk like that? Praise the Lord. Don't don't be afraid for your future. God has it. God's got it. Tell somebody, God has got my future. He's got it. Amen. Don't be afraid. Even if somebody tells you that I see that you have drowned in a three feet, three foot swimming pool. Don't be afraid. Because they can say all kinds of things. Don't be afraid. Recently, somebody texted me away. And I replied, I said, do you know this? Because what you are saying is public knowledge. Oh, I, I, I didn't know. That was the end of it. Bible says we should be as wise as serpents, yet as gentle as doves. Let fear be removed from your heart and move on. Because fear puts a limitation on you. Fear limits. Whatever happened or whatever will happen is in the hands of God. I'll speak to somebody, fear not. 
I come to tell somebody, fear not. Amen. Keep on moving on in your life by the power of God. You shouldn't live your life in terror of anything. Of anything or anyone. Amen. And that's why the, 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 the word, the scripture ends by God saying that he is the one who creates the blacksmith who forms the weapon in fire. And he's the same one who has created the waster, the soldier or the one who's going to use the weapon to destroy. So he created the one making the weapon. He created the one who will use the weapon. And so he's saying that no weapon formed against your life will prosper. They are all under his power. They are all under his control. Amen. So move on. Has your business failed? Get up. Move on. Has your marriage failed? Get up. Move on. Has your relationship failed? Move on. You may have bought the wedding dress, the wedding ring. He says, hey, move on. Move on. Move on. You may have lost somebody dear. It's painful. But you have to move on. God hasn't said it's the end for you. So you must move on. You must move on. Amen. You look at your past and it's holding you back. Everybody has a past. Even though some people's past are more colorful than others. (laughs) Very colorful. Reds and purples and greens and neon lights and Move on. Don't let it hold to you. You get up in the morning and you are thinking about the, those days, and because of that, you are you can't even go, you know, in public. You, you are even called to come and speak. Oh, I can't go to this altar because I'm not holy. Who said you are not holy? Christ has made you holy. You have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are a new person by the grace of God. You may have lost everything that you have in life. Get up and move on with the nothing that you have. Amen. Because you have that which is most precious, that is life. One day a friend told me, he was a doctor, he said, Leanne, you know, I was amazed. A boy was brought to the hospital. And his problem was that he can't smell. He can't smell sense. His sense of smell was gone. And you say, but that doesn't matter. It matters. Because he, he lost appetite. He didn't want to eat. Everything was bland. He was losing weight. He, he, he couldn't smell. So he said, ah. So just simple ability to smell is something. But you can smell. You can see. You can walk. You can talk. Everything is working your body. What is that compared to what you have lost? It's nothing. Because if God was able to do it for you before, he can do it again and better. Move on. I said move on. Are you understanding me? When I was in crutches, I used to have a time when I'm when, you know my old house you know that there's a lane you know around when you come down and you're climbing to 
the old, what's the, 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 the hotel? To, I want to go embassy there. You know, that place is a spot. And when I'm passing the night and I see our colorful sisters lined up and then they are in their short minutes and they're going all over. Then I'll be in my car say, God, look at them. They have legs. They are walking with no pain. Now me, I make a them. I'm in pain. No way. Can't you let me also walk without pain for a better purpose? It was a pain to me anytime I passed it in the night. But you see. What, what is this? And these are the times when as a believer you will not understand. And because you don't understand you may give up. You may fall. You may say God doesn't love me. Some come to a point where God isn't. God doesn't care. But listen. Job said, yea, though he slay me, yet will I praise him more and more. Your condition, your situation does not change the heart of God for your life, nor the plan of God. If I had cursed God then, and God foresaw today, when I am wearing my two-inch, three-inch heel, you see, God had already planned it too. You want to see my heel? It's two inches. Is it two or three? It's three. Eh? Thank you. Thank you, Auntie. Three inches. And I always needed a heel because I'm short. And here was I in flats. One flat shoe. Same. I bought a bow. I don't know how many. But you see, I, I decided that that would not define me. I will move with the crutches until the day that I didn't need it anymore. So today maybe you are, you, are, you are having to walk with a crutch. Maybe not a physical crutch. An emotional crutch. Financial crutch. You have to depend on somebody. Something's happening. But there's a brighter day coming. So keep on moving on. Keep on moving on, sister. I said keep on moving on. Don't stop. Disappointed, move on. There are a few women in the Bible, a lot of women in the Bible, I just picked a few who moved on with their lives. Naomi and Ruth, they moved on with their lives. Hagar, she moved on with her life. Leah, moved on with her life. Can you imagine you are married and your husband doesn't love you? Loves your sister and you're in the same house. And when he's coming from work, you go, that's rich, hello. And you are Leah. He never says. What kind of rejection is this? You may not be the preferred one, but tell me something, sister. And let me tell you something. Move on. Move on. Because you are you by yourself. 
And God created you in his image and his likeness. And God has a plan for you. Move on. I'm not saying go and chuck him out. But let live. Live. Because he doesn't regard you like Leah and Rachel. He said, Rachel was beautiful to behold. And Leah was cross-eyed. Can you imagine? The cross-eyed one bringing the food that is like this. I'm sure Fedri, I didn't see her face. Hey, Rachel, bring the food. But she said, I'll find my strength and I'll use my strength. Her strength was that she can give birth like a rabbit. One every six months. One every year. And very soon, the beautiful Rachel realized that she was at a disadvantage. Woman, use your strength. Wherever your strength is, maybe your strength is your brain. Use it. You have to look within. What is my strength? I will use my strength and not dwell on my weaknesses or frailties. Rahab <laughs> she moved on. Her name and title, permanent in the Bible, she moved on. And my favorite of all favorites is Mary Magdalene. I love that woman out of whom Jesus cast out seven demons. Jesus cast out demons out of a lot of people, children and men. But why is it that the Bible spelled out for Mary Magdalene that asked for her seven they pray. How about the gathering the market that, that over 2,000 came out from? The culture at that time was very unfair to us as women. But you know, she didn't let that stop her. Seven demons, 20 demons or what? Maybe she used to be a former witch. Maybe you are here, maybe you used to be a witch. Today I know a witch. You're moving on. I'm telling you the different scenarios because there are different things happening in the world. These are the realities. You understand? You were, but you are no more. She didn't stop there. She had her deliverance from those seven demons. And she said, this man who has delivered me, I'm staying close. And she, she, she walked every journey with them. Luke 8, 1 says that and there were certain women who ministered to him of their substance. She had money. She had it. So she said, me, I'm going to be a kingdom financier. Wherever he's going, I'll go. When it's time to buy bread, I'll buy it. She, 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 she moved on. Tell somebody, move on. These women found a purpose for their lives. Some also found a way for their survival. So I'm telling you, Find a way to survive. Find a way. It doesn't matter your condition. Find a way to survive. Amen. And that way is through Christ and through his wisdom. Find the purpose for your life. Don't dwell on what went wrong. Because it's past. Focus on what to do next. Whatever went wrong, don't dwell on Focus on what to do next. Spend your strength moving forward. Rather than looking back. Tonight I brought you medicine. And the medicine is 
after you've drunk this medicine, you'll be purged of the strongholds of issues. And you look forward to a new future. Don't build on failure. Don't build on failure. I failed GCSE. I failed. I failed. Don't build on that. Use every failure as an opportunity to come to a place of success. It's time for somebody here to shut the door behind you. Close the door and move on. We all make mistakes. The key is don't stay in your mistakes. Are you hearing me? I'm talking about moving on. As I bring my message to a close, I, I just want to tell you that you, see, you, you must be yourself as God created you. Don't let anything define you. Learn from your mistakes. Pick yourself up and move on. That's why I love the prophet Isaiah. He says, shake off the dust. Shake off the dust and then move on. Don't let your past make you a bitter, bitter woman. Hardened. No, nobody wants to work with a bitter person. Who wants to live with a bitter person? All your friends have deserted you because your conversation is bitter. And yet you have to change. <laughs> when you meet somebody who is free, you know, you 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 chat and when you meet somebody who's bitter, hey, and this and that and this and that, because as have you guys are getting dizzy, you want to go home, <laughs> you want to go home, you want to go home, and they just say, eh, yo, nene, it's a, me see, let me. The old people say that when a woman has a lot of married troubles. That's why I worry Chiami. Because we shower. And I say, and I say, stop it. Stop it. Find something better to talk about. It may be painful, but it's only for a season. Your God is coming through for you. Amen. He's the Lord, your first husband. We will change the memory of our past to a hope of a better future. Give the Lord a clap offering. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your two hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. We give you glory. You want to lift up your hands and just begin to thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. Lord, I thank you. However it is, whatever it is, you carry the solution. You are my solution. I will not give up. I will not stay in the past. I will move forward. I will do as your word tells me to do. Putting the past behind me, I'll reach forth. I'll reach forth. I'll move forward in life. Just begin to thank God for your life. And as you thank God for your life, you see that your life is worthy. You are very, very prized. You are important in the sight of God. One person can't define you. A group cannot define you. There are more people who love you than those who hate you. You are beloved of the Lord. 
pray, sister, right now. I said, Lord, I break free. I choose to break free from the past. I break free from my past. I break free from fear. I break free from the limitations of my mind. Pray. Lift up your voice. I can't hear a praying house. Oh, mama, ma shake le mahanda la baba sianda. Ele kololomo shata baba esikete manda. Kandidi bi andolobo shata baba. Somebody should do some serious prayer. Break free of the past. Break free of the limitations. He says, sink. As you break free in your spirit and your mind by prayer, something new is about to happen. There's, don't look down on yourself anymore. As you break free of your past and situations, a, a, a new sense of worth is coming to you. A sense of self-worth. You are precious in the sight of God. He said, you are precious in my sight. You are honorable. Oh, come on. Declare it upon your life. If you had been the only one here on earth, Jesus would still have come to die for you. If you were the only one, Jesus would still have come to die for you. You are that important. Lift up your voice. Let the strength of God come upon your life. Somebody lift up your hands and say, Lord, I call for a new strength. Strengthen me, O God. I need your strength to move on. Pray. The Lord, give me new strength to move on. To move on in life. I will not give up. I will move on. And I will come to the place that you have ordained for my life. Somebody pray. Call for strength. Let the strength of God come upon your life. Ah, I said the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Pray for liberty. And pray for new strength. Strengthen your spirit. Strengthen your soul. Strengthen your mind. Strengthen your body. Pray for strength. Pray for strength. In the name of Jesus. I hear that there are healing waters flowing in this house tonight. And it's not healing of the body, but the healing of the soul. Healing of the heart. Emotional healing. Healing from the heads. Healing from the fears. Healing from the rejections. Healing from the thought of inability. 
the low self-esteem. There's healing. Lift up your hands. Oh. What a healing. Jesus. I found in you. Thank you, Jesus. What a healing. Jesus. You restore. Refresh. Thank you, Lord. You're my healing, Jesus. As such a time as this, I rise on healing pains. Son of righteousness. What a healing, Jesus. What a healing Jesus I found in you. You are my healing Jesus. You're my healing Jesus to restore, refresh, and renew. What a healing Jesus As such a time as this Arise on healing ways Son of Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.